Welcome to the Raw and Revolution podcast. Brittany here. And Kristen. And we are coming to you today talking all about intentions. What they, what they are, why we need them, how Kristen and I are incorporating our own intentions in our daily lives. So we're going to get uh, down and dirty and share with you some, some intimate things that we're, we're working on. I don't know if I'd call it down and dirty. Well, it sounds like, it sounds scandalous. I mean, I guess it's not that dirty or scandalous, but. Maybe it, like raw and real. It is raw and real. Yeah. Because that's what we Raw, are. real, and clean. <laughs> not dirty at all. <laughs> no, no dirt. No shame in this game. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's dive in. <laughs> so what, what are intentions? I feel like we hear this, this word a lot. And Kristen, would you say intentions are similar to goals or how would you define intentions? Yeah. So I really feel like goals are, um, they are really specific. And so they're actually like a destination we are trying to hit, like a bullseye we're trying to hit. And they're really focused on um, the future. And most of the time it's something really external. So it's like, oh, I'm going to do this very specific thing or, you know, get this really specific thing. Versus intentions are really about kind of setting an energy, setting something in motion, and really looking within yourself at what is going to make you happy and going after that feeling, that fulfillment, that happiness in a way that it's really more about being present and it's more about the journey than the actual end destination. So one of the key things with intentions that we are going to cover later is this idea that when you set intentions, you're setting an intention to go after something, but you're also releasing attachment for exactly what that's going to look like. Yes. And I think that these two can very much overlap. So for instance, you're trying to get physically fit and you have certain goals. You want to be able to run a mile in a certain amount of time. You want to lose, you want to be at a certain weight. So that's your tangible goals, but you can overlap and kind of entwine your intentions of how you're going to show up as you're doing that. So maybe your intention is to be really loving to yourself and to not pass a lot of judgment on yourself if you don't, you know, work out one day. So you can have intentions within your goals, but to just know that the intentions bring a whole new energy and it's a way of being versus like Kristen said, a destination. Yeah. And that physical fitness one is a great example because one of my intentions right now that we're going to, you know, we'll dive into all of our intentions later on and, and kind of the background behind it. But, um, physical body is definitely something for me that, um, is a real thing right now. Right. I had a baby just over a year ago, um, and I gained like 55 pounds <laughs> when I was pregnant. So, uh, physical fitness is something that's really important to me right now, but my, I don't have like a goal to lose a certain amount or to hit a certain number or to be a certain weight or a certain BMI. Um, actually my intention is that I really reach my optimal physical state, right? That I'm, I really come into full body health and, you know, if that happens to include abs, that's fantastic. They are welcome. (laughs) Yes. Like, but that's not actually what I'm going after because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, abs aren't something that's going to genuinely make me happy. So what is it that's going to make me happy? And if the byproduct is those other things, then that's fantastic. But Otherwise, it's really about being my healthiest self and be feeling really good in my skin um, and making the choices that support that. So I think there, you know, that can be a little bit of a different, it's just a different way that you look at what it is that you want. Absolutely. And honestly, it feels better. Yeah. Cause you're not like tallying up, like, how am I doing to meet like, oh, like I'm want to lose 15 pounds in three months, but I only lost one. I'm failing and then you go into a shame spiral or something. Yeah. Which 
happens, especially I feel like women, when we're even this topic around our physical appearance, our body, it's kind of a, um, a thing that we all do, especially when we do have certain goals, right? We have those goals. And I think if we could switch it to intentions, intentions on how we want to feel in our body, how we start to view ourselves and accept how we are, you know, I'm completely different than your body and our, you you know, our bodies are all so different. So intentions are where it's at, I think. So let's kind of dive into the, the importance since we're kind of on this, what's the importance of setting intentions? So like for me, I feel like one of the things that I feel so strongly about is you are never going to get there if you don't even know where you're going. Like, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, I always think of this as having a roadmap. And, um, if you have no, no idea where you're going, like you're just going to be driving down the road and you're never going to see anything cool because you didn't like, you didn't actually look at what the journey was going to be. Um, and so I guess one of the ways in which we can look at this also going back to the difference between intentions and goals is like, okay, if I had a goal and my goal was to get to Los Angeles, um, and I was in Alabama I would get on the highway and I would drive to Los Angeles, right? That's because mm. my goal is getting to Los Angeles. So that's what matters, getting there. Um, if my intention was to get to Los Angeles, to go to Los Angeles in the most exciting way possible or in the most rewarding way possible or um, to make my way to Los Angeles um, in a fulfilling way, then I would take my roadmap and I would look at all the places along the way that I'd want to stop. It would be about the how I was getting there. It wouldn't be about, um, you know, how quickly I got there or all of those different things. And so when I think about setting intentions, I think about a cross country map, a cross country journey and circling all the places you want to stop along the way um, and being just really super intentional with what you're doing and the decisions you're making. Yes. Plan an epic road trip. Yeah. Do that. Um, yeah, I compl- I think that you said it beautifully because that's just, that's how I, I really view intentions. I, um, I feel when I set intentions, it comes from such a deeper, um, emotional and energetic place within me. It's more in alignment with who, who I am, and internally versus this idea of getting somewhere externally, it is more about being and experiencing and how I want to feel. So when I set intentions, it's based off how I want to feel at the end of the day. And I think that that is the difference really and why it is important to set intentions um, in all areas of your life, really. Yeah. And actually, I just want to add on to that. Something that I think is really important is to really check in with yourself about why you want it. Because um, I think too, and I'm just going to keep using this body one because I think as women, it's something that uh, is is just there for us all the time. And um, and it's definitely something that I'm, I'm working through right now that we'll talk about more in a little bit. But okay. So if I am saying like, okay, my intention is to get in better physical shape. And I, so I'm going to start going to my favorite ways of working out so that I enjoy it, which would be like, for me, it's yoga and pure bar. I love pure bar. And, um, and so I'm going to go, so then I'm thinking about how I'm going to, you know, what is my roadmap, right? How am I going to get there? And, and so I'm thinking about that. But if I actually ask myself why, like, why do I want to go to a pure bar? Like it's because then it goes to like, well, actually, like, I'm just thinking I need to go to pure bar because I want to get abs again. And it's like, but that's not really what this is about. And I don't know. There's just something to asking ourselves why we even want what we want. Is it something that's coming from us from the external world that we feel like we're trying to get validation for something Or is it something, and again, there's nothing wrong with having abs. I want them, 
but is it something that like I'm making this intention because I want something outside of me to fulfill me? Or am I making this intention because it's something inside of me that's calling me to do something? And I think that that's a big thing for us to be in consideration of. So um, if my internal self is saying, Kristen, like you're, you know, whatever you're feeling, like you're not looking your best or you're feeling a little bit less confident than usual. So my inner self is actually calling for me to, to up my physical game in some way that's different than if I'm like, oh, I don't like how I look in pictures. I don't, I, I don't like the way people are looking at me. So now I'm going to go work out. Yes. And it's such a setting intentions. Really, you ask the why it becomes such a reflective process and it's such a great way to check in with yourself. And I just keep coming back to thinking when we usually all do this is new year's. Right. And there's this whole idea of resolutions and in the last couple of years, I started to set intentions and that was because I really wanted to connect with why I was trying to call certain things into my life, why I was trying to shift certain things. And there's such a um, greater connection to an intention because it, it's rooted so deep. You can really connect with what, what is the significance of feeling amazing in your body versus the external image driven that we've kind of, as a society, kind of grown up with when we say we're going to set a goal. So I think intentions are so they're just so powerful. Um, so speaking yeah. of New Year's, when let's talk about some times if people are like, oh my gosh, when can I set intentions? When should I do this? Well, honestly, you can do it right now, but it's some great times that you can set um, some intentions are, you know, it's very seasonal. So Kristen, I know that you're very in tune with the lunar cycle and the moon. Do you want to kind of go into how you set your intentions and when you find yourself really connecting in? Sure. So I think that there are definitely like, I think everybody has their own rhythm of what will work for them. And whether that be, um, like you said, there could be, it could be seasonal it could be based on the moon and the lunar cycle. It could be monthly. It could be annually. Um, there's all these different ways that we could do it. Um, for me, I really love working with the energy of the moon because it's so powerful to work with nature. And, um, and the way that I think about this, I think about like basically a fish going downstream versus, um, you know, a fish trying to get upstream, right? Like if a fish is trying to get upstream, it's like, you know, coming in and out of the water, just tr- struggles tr- real. Yeah. It's a real struggle versus if a fish is going downstream, it's being propelled by the energy of the water. Yes. And that's how I feel like it, we can really amplify what we're doing with, when it comes to intentions it is by working with the moon because the moon is reflecting energy onto the earth. It's reflecting the sun's energy. And um, if for all the people who think that like a full moon doesn't mean anything or that the moon doesn't affect us in any way, like I just want you to postulate and consider that the moon is the one major thing that regulates the ocean tides the ocean, which is like the vastest, biggest, most massive thing on this planet is regulated and moved by the moon. And we as human beings are something ridiculous, like 97% water. And so if the moon is moving at that giant ass ocean, you better believe (laughs) that it's doing something to you as a human being that is 97% water. Amen, sister. And so I feel like um, that's one of the reasons why I'm like so into working with the lunar cycle as well as like the moon as a planetary aspect of astrology rules our emotions. And so again, it just puts more emphasis about what it is that um, 
you know, a, a lot of times with our goals, there are emotions tied up into it with our intentions. And um, so having that awareness as well. So with the lunar cycle, we have a time where the moon, there's two like you know, what I consider bookended times. There's like the new moon and then there's the full moon. And the new moon is when there's the least amount of energy available on our planet reflected back to us from the moon. The full moon is when the moon is reflecting back the most amount of energy, which is why a lot of times our emotions and things are amplified at the full moon because there's so much more energy available to us. So if you're thinking about this, from the new moon to the full moon, energy is amplifying. So every day as it goes from the new moon to the full moon, there's more and more energy coming available to us, which makes it the optimal time to work on intentions. Because if you set an intention at the new moon when there is the least amount of energy available for us, each day that you work towards the intention, you're going to get more and more energy behind your actions that's going to cause more and more momentum, which is what is pushing you down the stream. So I really love to set my new intentions with the new moon and work my way up into the full moon. And then when the full moon comes, I release whatever isn't serving me anymore and work with the energy of the moon like the energy getting less and less and less, right? So there's a way in which we can use nature to propel us forward um, even more so than just by, you know, doing the action of setting the intention, which in itself drives us forward because most people are just living on autopilot. Like most people, and this is like one of the reasons too why it's so important to set intentions are just literally living their life, going from thing to thing, not ever even stopping to think or consider what they actually want. Right. Mother nature is just such a force. She's such a goddess. And it's just so, when you connect in with her cycles and when you really be, if you start a practice with setting intentions, you just feel like this shift. And I've done it. I've done some intention setting with lunar cycles before it's been more recent. Usually I'm more of a big, big events gal. <laughs> so, um, I've, I noticed that things in my life happen in like in four year increments, really, um, big, big moves, relationships or job stuff start to shift. And I find that those are when I really like break myself open a little bit. And I really sit down with myself and set some really, um, solid intentions on a, on a large scale, but on the monthly scale or with the, the moon, I find that it's almost even a little bit more easier to stay connected because they're not quite these ginormous intentions that I set. And it keeps me on a schedule to keep checking in. Um, and I think that's the biggest benefit of it is you are on a schedule and there is a calendar where you can check and you're like, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to set my intentions or I need to check in and see where I'm at with them and realign and see how I'm flowing with this force of nature that's with me versus going against me. Like you had said, which I feel like a lot of us without knowing what we really want and not aligning, we are just swimming upstream. So I think that that is really powerful um, to know when to set intentions. And I think it's different for everyone. You kind of get into your own rhythm and you find what works best for you. Yeah, for sure. And some people like to do it with the month. And so, and Mm -hmm. I think that's also great too, because it's just a reminder if you get into the habit, because not everybody like follows the moon, right? And follows the moon cycle. So, um, you know, if you get into the habit of uh, looking at just your intentions at the beginning of every month, so like your July intentions and your August intentions, and that can be super powerful too, just because you've got a reminder every 30 days to like check in and see what it is that you're working towards. Um, And so, you know, and sometimes it's like we, I do like a combination of all of the things I'll look at July 1st and I'll be like, okay, well, what are my July intentions? And they'll be like smaller, more bite-sized, like things I want to, I want to tackle or try to remember in July to really prioritize. Um, and then, 
you know, and then I'll have other things that I might be doing with each moon cycle. And then, um, you know, bigger ones that might come with a season or, you know, even bigger ones that are annually and then even bigger ones that might be, um, like you said, with big events, right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so looking kind of at what that intention is for the next stage of growing my family or looking for what that intention is for the, you know, next phase of our community and all of those different things. So there can, you can, you don't have to just pick one. Um, you can do multiple things. Um, it's just about really getting into your own flow and finding what works the best for you. Yes. And it feels so good to be in that flow and to kind of have clarity on where, where you're going and what you're, you're wanting to bring into your life. It really sets the stage of, um, that roadmap, right? So, so often we, there are places we want to go and we don't necessarily know how to get there, but if you check in with yourself and you really check in with, okay, what is it that I want to call into my life? How do I want to feel? What do I want to create? Then that roadmap just starts to kind of come together for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think some important things to consider, like as you're doing the roadmap, like if you were planning this trip, like in your, you know, we're talking like our little metaphorical cross country trip, you would be only thinking about where you want to go. Like where are the really cool places I want to see? You wouldn't be thinking about where are all the places I want to avoid? You wouldn't be going like, oh, I'm not going to go to that podunk town. You would say, no, I want to go to this really amazing city. So really looking at where it is that you want to go, what it is you want to feel, how you want to be, and looking at what you're moving towards is super important versus what you're moving away from and what you don't want in your life. Like that's actually the opposite of intention setting. (laughs) Yeah. You want to put your energy towards where you want to be, what you want to feel versus maybe what you, where you are right now or, or what you're not wanting to experience. It's really being mindful of what you're putting your thoughts and your energy into. So that's a big thing to consider. Exactly. Because if you're putting, I love how you phrase that because it's what you're putting your energy into. So if you are thinking about what you don't want to create, that is where you are putting your energy. And so if I'm thinking about you know, not wanting this thing, I am literally giving this thing more energy. Like I am sending it more energy. I am amplifying the thing that I don't want with my thoughts because that's what I'm focusing on. Yep. You're calling it in. Yeah, exactly. you're like, oh, I don't want to date, you know, I don't want to date another asshole. Well, guess what? If all you're thinking about is all the assholes you've ever dated and how you don't want that in your life, you're guess basically, for you. <laughs> yeah, you're basically, that's the only thing you're giving your energy to versus if you're thinking about, okay, I've been, I've been making some decisions here that I'm not, I'm not going to go down this path anymore. Instead, this is the type of person I'm going to date. This is the, these are the qualities that I want from a partner. This is how I want it to feel. This is how I want the relationship to be. This is, and by doing that, instead you're putting your energy into cultivating what it is you want. And that's what you're giving energy towards. And that's, I mean, even just me saying that, Mm -hmm. like the difference, even in just talking about it, I can feel the other one is so much lighter. Yes. Yep. I love that. Um, Some other things to consider. So we're talking about this awesome road trip, right? And to have a really, you know, good time, it's like when you're on a, when you put yourself on a schedule, it takes away the fun of it and you're minimizing what you're able to receive, what you're able to experience when you kind of are grasping. We'll go back to when we're grasping an idea of what we what we're expecting. We're holding on to some certain expectation, a time frame, um, how we're how we're specifically going to get somewhere. It really takes away from the magic. 
So to set specific timing of, oh my gosh, I'm going to be at my optimal health in two months and you set that date, like that's, that's really kind of taking away from the flow. And like I said, the magic of it, because you're not, you're taking away from the intention of how and like the why you are putting it, your thoughts and your focus and your energy back into that destination. So setting specific timing kind of um, suffocates the intention a little bit. So I would build on that. I think it's really important to um, have some timeframes, but they should be thoughtful. Like you need to know that you're, you're trying to get to Los Angeles in a year or five years, but the importance is having a time frame and then creating flexibility around it. Yes, so that's the word flexibility. Yeah. So it's that releasing of attachment to like this, to, to make a certain deadline, releasing the attachment of that. And instead saying, okay, like it's my intention that I create, um, this, you know, relationship. So, okay. Here, here, let's, let's use these intentions about two and a half years ago or so two and a half, three years ago, I made a set of intentions about my personal life. And I said, these are the intentions and they look very much like what some people do like right out of college, which I never quite did, but I'm going to find my life partner and then I'm going to get pregnant and then, you know, blah, 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 like all those things. And I set specific timelines around it because First of all, you're co-creating with the universe. And if you don't give it something to work with, then you're, you're actually not guiding the ship anymore. So like you need to have some kind of direction and like time frame for it to happen and for it to be delivered in so that your co-creating partners know what they're working towards as well. It's, it's a way to get everybody on the same page, but then you release expectation of it. So I was actually in a very different relationship than my husband. And I thought that that guy was the guy until that guy wasn't the guy. And, and that's fine. It didn't, it, it still didn't change what I wanted. It still didn't change that. I wanted that I was in a stage of my life where I actually was looking for my life partner. Therefore, when I was dating, I was looking for different qualities of a person and it didn't change that. I knew I wanted to start a family in the next like three to five years. And it didn't change any of what I wanted, but I also just released expectation of when all those things were going to happen. The amazing thing is when I met my husband everything happened so quickly with us that I made that timing like that I set. And I didn't even realize it until I found an old journal four or five months ago. And I was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. It was in a different order, but it was pretty much like right on time. And so the, the difference is setting some time frames so that you can be clear on what you want and when you want it. And the universe can be clear on what you want and when you want it. But then you step away from the attachment that it has to happen then or else you're, you fail or succeed, right? So there's this piece of, yes, set some timing, but also back away and know that everything's happening for you and it will happen in right time. And it may or may not be the timing you set. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or you might not get there the way that you had thought that you were going to get there, but it's kind of releasing the control factor a little bit of the how and mm-hmm. just setting, sitting in your, your intention and trusting and um, really believing that that is, that is coming to you by the vibration that you're setting and what you're putting out. Right. So, yeah. And that's so, I mean, I think, um, the, like you just said, letting go of the how in my experience, when we are actually sitting down, setting attention intentions, we have a way that we think it's going to look like we have that roadmap in our head of how it's going to happen. In my experience, you always meet your intentions, but it never looks the way you think it's going to look. Right. Or you hold back on setting intentions because you can't really visualize or comprehend that that actually could come into fruition for you. Yeah. I mean, every intention that I've ever set 
has come true and looked different and has been better than what I actually thought of once I got into, into the flow of my life. Oh, it's always better. Yeah. It's always better. There's part of this like idea of like, we don't even know what we don't know either. Like we don't know what's possible. We don't know how it's going to show up or how it's going to be. And, um, and that's kind of the beauty of it. Like it would, life would be really, really boring if we could control every little thing and knew exactly what was going to happen all the time. Right. I think it was, I think it was Abraham Hicks actually, who said this where like the universe is always answering you and always answers in three ways, either. Yes. Yes. But not right now or no, because I have something better. Mm, so I love that. if you can connect to that, it takes so much of the anxiety and the pressure off where you're trying to go because you know that you're being taken care of no matter what. So you set this beautiful intention and yes, it's going to happen. Maybe this isn't your timing right now or no, honey, like this is, you're playing small. Something so much better is going to come forth for you. Yeah, um, for sure. Like I think about being in my twenties and like wanting to have my, like every guy I dated, I thought was going to be the one, right? right? Because <laughs> like I so just was dying for a man to define me. Mm-hmm. And, um, every single guy I dated was the one, holy crap. If one of those guys, if I would have married one of those guys, my life would be a hot mess express right now. So I am so thankful that all of those relationships crashed and burned that I was like heartbroken over and over and over again, that they didn't work out because my, like my life now and my love life and my partnership and my marriage is like so beyond what I even knew was possible from like how I grew up and what was always, what was around me that if I had gotten everything I wanted then, then I would not have the life that I have now that I like so deeply love. Mm, yes. Oh, as I, Gabby Bernstein quotes coming up right for now for me, universe has your back. Even when you think that like shit's falling apart, it's like everything is happening for a reason and for your best interest. Right. It's like, no girl, you're not going to be with this guy and live this life that is so far beyond what I have planned for you. Yeah. Ugh, amazing. Or far below what I have. I think I said beyond whatever. <laughs> You understood what I (laughs) so let's get even more personal and let's share some of our current intentions. Yeah, sure. You want to go first or you want me to go? I can go. Um some some intentions for me right now, and I've really um picked I have a lot of different ones, but I think I picked the most um vulnerable. And the most um, important for me and my evolution and where I'm trying to go. And the first one for me is to answer the call. Um, So what that means for me is I feel like I am being invited to step up in a lot of ways and kind of step into my power and to show up and to serve on a different level. And answering the call means that I set the intentions of how I want to feel doing that, knowing that even if that mean voice comes up and that's saying, like, I can't do this, that my intention is so connected and rooted in me and so strong into my being of what I know to be true for me and what I know that I have to offer the world and how I can serve, that my intention is to connect to that every single day. And to take action towards that versus not taking action at all because of the fear of maybe failure or whatever that might be, my intention is to answer the call every day and to show up. Um, And that's in multiple areas of my life. So that would be my first intention that I would like to share. Um, Something else that really has been kind of calling at me of I've been really craving depth. I feel like I've been really surface level with a lot of um, interactions in my life. And 
the fact that I'm craving depth from other people was a really good reflection for me to be like, oh girl, maybe you, (laughs) you need to go deeper in how you're showing up. So, you know, having deeper conversations going a little bit farther, I want to, I really want to know how people are versus just the surface. Oh, how's your day? You know, I really want to know the people in my life, like what is going on? Like, how can I help you? How can I serve you? Um, and really being present with people, really going there and versus just kind of physically being there, like emotionally, I want to be with the people in my life. So depth is intention that I'm holding. So basically you're going to have like a billion of me's in your life soon. <laughs> or it's like, all right, we're going there. Every yeah. Time. yeah. <laughs> so, and it's, and it's a, it's a vulnerability thing, right? And it's, mm. it's, interesting to see how I'll show up in those ways. But the fact that I look at these intentions every day and I connect with them and I meditate on them um, to the point where like I can kind of feel them pulsing in my body and I am coming back to them in different situations in my life that it feels, it feels really good to have this set of intentions that feel so aligned and for me and where I want to go because it's really connected to how I I want to show up and the person I want to be stepping in my power as a woman. And I think um, that so many people crave the step. I mean, we, mm-hmm. I know we talked about it. We've talked about it with quite a few guests. Um, and I know like with Nisha, um, especially we talked about like how to cultivate more of those meaningful relationships in your life, mm-hmm. but it's, I, it's just something that as human beings, I think part of the reason we're here on this planet is to connect with one another. And so, um, I know like I can just imagine all the listeners out there that are like, yes, like I'm craving depth as well. And so, um, I think it's, amazing to you to like hear you talking about this because this is like one of the reasons why we created this community and it's like in order to uh, you know do that for other people we have to do it for ourselves first right absolutely <laughs> yeah this yeah is, I love it we teach what we are learning and what we want to learn and what we need to learn mm-hmm. um, so in that with depth I really wanted to layer in lightness and for what what that means to me is really living in a flow rather than this really stressful rigid um, way of being I really want to just have fun I want to laugh I want to play you know I don't want to be this really tense uptight version of myself, which has kind of been coming up and, you know, manifesting in my body and just like having different um, issues with my back and my neck. So that was like my body being like, girlfriend, you need to lighten up. Mm -hmm. Like you got this, like (laughs) stop trying to control everything. Like, let's just, let's just flow and let's just lighten up a little bit. So that's so feel you on this one. Like I, last night I even thought to myself, um, there, like, as I was like falling asleep, um, see the light, be the light and live in the light came up in my head because I, we, you, I mean, you know, we know each other, you know, I can have my like perfectionist controlling like personality at times. And it's definitely part of my shadow aspect of myself that I'm starting to like own. So it doesn't own me. Some of Lacey Phillips awesome work. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I totally feel you in this category because I find that if I'm not around people who are playing or playful and thank God I have like my son who is like such a joy and allows me to be like in that childish play and lighten myself up. I will get so serious. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think that it's so easy for us when we're trying to kind of go throughout our, you know, setting intentions and we're trying to uplevel ourselves and do all the things. And it's, if we don't do that with it, a playful, I just try to picture like this goddess, like just floating and not floating, but kind of just like dancing, doing a little hippie type dance and just playing and frolicking. And I just, I want energy. It's like, yeah, energy. Yeah. And I just want to bring more of that energy in to my life because at the end of the day, like 
life is so short and we take things so seriously when we, it's not necessary. Um, and we're so hard on ourselves. And I think that's part of the, the lightness too, is just like kind of taking off this, this hard shell or this protective thing that we walk or I walk around with just trying to, um, be so strong and protect myself from anything that could come my way. And it's just like, I, I'm at a point now in my, my growth and my relationship that I have cultivated, like alignment with myself, I would say alignment with myself, um, that I don't, I don't need to carry all of that shit anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just weighing me down. So, um, like I said, a light alignment is when I think of that, it's just like, let's, let's check back in with who Brittany really is. What's going on with her? Let's, let's realign with my, my truth, my authenticity. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's interesting. We look at different relationships, whether it's with a significant other or a friendship and those relationships shift over time because we're shifting. And it's so powerful to realize that you need to kind of shift your relationship with yourself sometimes as well, because our needs change and our dreams and our intentions change. And to be able to connect back in with who we truly are and check in and be like, all right, girl, what do you need? What's going on? Oh my gosh. It's so powerful. Yeah. And I think that's that too, it goes just back to why intentions instead of goals and why timing without attachment, because as we change and we move and we um, grow, like the things that we want and the things that we know is possible might grow and change and morph. And so it's about like continuing to look at where we're going, continuing to look at what it is that we want um, coming from that place of greater alignment and flow. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, that was enough about me. (laughs) Well, but I just want to put that in there that I think that these are so powerful and online in our Raw and Revolution magazine, we are definitely going to be sharing these probably on a monthly basis just to, it's almost like holding ourselves accountable to and sharing with all of you coming into that, that state of being raw and real. And this is, this is how we're up leveling ourselves. This is how we're showing up. So if you're interested make sure to go check out um, the magazine and see what our intentions and how they, how they evolve. Yeah, for sure. Cause then it's also like, well, what can you also resonate with and what, you know, what might you work on later or might you never need to work on? Cause you're like, Hey, I've got that part. which can like make you feel good about yourself too, to be like, totally. Oh wait, that's my strength. That's awesome. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, it's like inspiring too, to see other people's intentions. Cause you're like, Oh my gosh, I, you know, I want to cultivate that within me too. So mm-hmm. uh, it just kind of, it's expanding. It expands you. Yeah. That's great word. Expanding. Yes, it is a great word. We should use that more often. <laughs> yeah. All right, girl. So what do you got? What are your intentions? Well, let me um, adjust my crown for a second here. <laughs> let me put my crown on. Um, so I think one of my biggest intentions right now, and this has been a theme, you know, honestly, since the new year, um, has been like this idea of really embodying the sovereign queen archetype. Um, and I think I've talked about archetypes before on here, but, um, for those of you who aren't really sure what an archetype is, it's, um, just a role, basically a role of like, you know, as you think about a queen or a princess or a fool or a mentor or, um, a damsel in distress, like all these different things, like we immediately with a snap know exactly what somebody's talking about when they're, if they're like, oh, she was acting like such a princess, like we immediately know what that is. So that's what an archetype is. It's a, it's a role that we have within our collective consciousness. So, um, you know, these are different characteristics of our beings and each of us have different roles that we play at different times in our lives. And for me right now, um, this, I'm really connected into the sovereign queen archetype because I feel like over this last year, I've really come into my own power. Um, and really like I'm rising up into who I am and to the truth of who I am and how fucking powerful I am as a human being and as a person. Um, and like letting go of the like younger insecurities and, um, self-doubt and all the different ways in which I just kept myself small 
So for me, one of my intentions is just to continue to rise into that role and um, really like start looking at my life as if I am a queen on a throne, looking at the different parts of my life. So you've got like family over here, job over here, like finances over here, like motherhood over here, like all these different parts of me as a person and, um, like my spiritual growth over here, um, all the, my relationships, friendships, family, and looking at it as like a queen in her kingdom and managing it from a place of managing every part of my life from a place of power. Um, that's like, like, I think that would be like, if I was looking at an annual intentional theme, that would be my like big one for the year. Oh, I have chills the way that you describe that. Cause I know that you have been cultivating this within you and to see the shifts over, honestly, since you had Finn, but mostly, yeah, in this last year, this last like six months, I have felt this and it's an energy that you give off. And I think that it's so beautiful and so powerful. And coming back to why community is so important is because it's these, this energy that what Kristen's doing with herself is up leveling me personally, because we are in contact so much. And I can only imagine the energy and the fact that she has on her, you know, clients and her family and everyone that she sees and to be able to surround yourself with women who are going deep and up leveling themselves and rising into this sovereign queen because we all have that she is within all of us Mm -hmm. and to come from that place oh my gosh and to witness and to hear you talk about it has been so inspiring for me personally and so empowering and I think it's just beautiful the way you described it but I also think it's important for all of us to understand it looks so different for all of us, what that looks like. And I think that me aligning with myself and kind of going deep is kind of figuring out what that is for me. And I just want to thank you. I really want to just share my gratitude of how much you up-leveling yourself has really helped me not to be selfish or anything, but I think it's just important to see like, that's how powerful our energy is. And when we shift, the people and everything around us starts to shift. We view things in a different way. You're in your kingdom and you are, you take your control back. And Kristen has freaking taken her control back in like the most graceful, powerful, beautiful way um, in such a feminine way. So I just wanted to put that out there. Oh, I love you so much. I love you. It's, uh, <laughs> girl love. Um, it's, you know, it's interesting. And I love like what you're alluding to because, you know, I am coming into this because of the community of women I'm surrounding myself with too. Mm-hmm. Right. So I invested in myself this year by joining, um, a mastermind program for spiritual entrepreneurs. And with that, I am in community with 12 other beautiful, beautiful women who are all in stepping into their own power and in their own power. And so even as I'm saying that I'm rising into my queen, my sovereign queen power. That's not even to say that I see my, like it's, I'm the queen of my personal kingdom, Mm -hmm. but you know, you, Brittany are the queen of your kingdom and the 12 other women I'm in community with are queens of their kingdom. So like when we come together and we're in circle and we're growing with each other, it's me and 12 other queens of their kingdom so it's like all it's like the queen's council right that's amazing so it's like we're all growing and rising together it's not that when I rise in my power that somebody else then has to be like their power diminishes and I love it's so funny because I just saw this meme today where it was like you know when when one person rises, another person doesn't, power doesn't decline. It's not a pie, right? Like there's not just like this pie with a set number of pieces that if one person gets more pie then one person gets less, it's like, no, actually there is abundance available for all of us 
we all have the same amount of personal power. It's just whether or not we're claiming it. Exactly. And when we all come together, I'm like your group of women, when our group of women here at Rom Revolution, when we all come together and our, and we, we vibe and we uplift ourselves, like our energy, like that, that trickles out, that goes. And then, you know, there's enough for everyone and we're actually building more. If that makes sense, we're not taking away from anyone. No, because you're putting energy, like we said, put what you're putting Mm -hmm. energy into grows. So if you're putting energy into power, like you're growing the power that's available. Yes. So you go girl. Thanks. Now I can also, as I'm growing into my power, be a human being and have things that um, are challenging too. Like you can, you can actually be, feel empowered and feel really good. And like you are gaining traction and momentum some places and also like have areas that you are needing to refine. And so for me, another, like a really timely and more seasonal, I feel like um, intention for me is really um, loving my body and loving my body as it is, not as I want it to be. And putting um, my focus and intention on all the things I do love about my body instead of picking myself apart. And um, and this one has been, this is a really interesting one for me because, you know, I think back to when I was in college and I, I like weighed, you know, maybe 15 pounds more than I weigh currently. Um, and yet I had so much confidence in my body. I was like the most, like I was wearing crop tops when I really should not have been wearing crop tops. <laughs> Guilty. And like, yeah, just kind of, I, you know, really thinking that, um, you know, my body was like amazing And now, you know, like I said, I'm 15 pounds less than that. But I, when I look in the mirror, when I see pictures, I see something different. Um, And that's happened, you know, I, when I got pregnant, um, which was like, you know, almost two years ago now, I was in the best, like physical health of my life, the best physical shape of my life. Um, I was just so healthy in every regard. And so then to have gone on this journey, um, which was so mind-blowingly beautiful, but also um, on the other end of pregnancy, it's like, it's all great and beautiful when you're pregnant, but then everything deflates and you're like left Uh with having (laughs) to deal with it. Um, It's really starting to like have love for my body as it is now, instead of looking at how I'm going to fix it. So my intention really is to find the love for my body and really appreciate myself. And at any, you know, time that I'm starting to criticize myself, to stop myself when I notice that it's happening and try to like even course correct those thoughts, even if it's just in my own mind. But I know Brittany, like we were together recently and every like picture or video we did, I was basically wanted to cry. And, and I'm really just, I was so annoyed with myself and I was like, Brittany's probably so sick of me saying things about how I look in pictures and stuff. And, and so I made the decision that I'm going to stop doing that to myself. And I actually am going to love my physical self as much as I love my internal self. Like I I have so much self-love for who I am as a person and, um, so much confidence in who I am as a person and all my internal capabilities and qualities. And even like my shadow stuff, I still can embrace and love and see how it's supporting me and growing me. So I want to do that with my physical self, regardless of what, you know, what I feel like I, sh- I think should be better or not, or, you know, what society's told me I'm supposed to look like, or, um, how I feel like I need to look to be like the most worthy and, um, really releasing all that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And it's a, it's a big thing. And I think on some level, we all, everyone, I think men and women, we all have this kind of 
relationship that we need to cultivate with ourselves on on our body image and to learn to, like you said, love every aspect of us and something like I was just thinking for you and I just, cause I was part of your, your journey and just so much putting so much gratitude. Like when you're talking about like shifting that, like using gratitude for like everything that our body physically does for us mm-hmm. uh, because the body is freaking phenomenal. And if you think about it, like I actually started when I like will say my gratitude in the morning, I'm like, I'm actually so thankful that I can walk and I can see, and I have like all five senses, like I can touch and taste and smell. And it's like, I can't imagine, you know, if that was gone when I wake up tomorrow. Right. So it's just going back to the basics and just like loving everything about yourself and this something that's really powerful is mirror work. So you just sit your ass in front of that mirror and you look at yourself in the face and you just tell yourself how much you appreciate yourself and love yourself. And it's so powerful if you can do that with like out any makeup on, like maybe you just got out of the shower, you do this in the morning. Um, Louise Hay is a huge, was a huge advocate of that. Um, she has some amazing practices and meditation around mirror work because she's all about like you can heal your body, you can have this loving relationship with your body and view it and take care of it in a different way. Because when we start to get shitty about like say some pretty we say some pretty mean stuff about our body, our bodies and our image, let's just let's just go there. We do say that stuff um, that manifests like that's an energetic thing that we're putting out there in our body. our body takes that in and it, you know, I've had that experience with so many different ailments and things that I've experienced. So the fact that you are taking your love for yourself to a a different level, another level, a deeper level, even though we're talking a surface um, is just such a powerful, such a beautiful, such a, um, yeah, I'm just so proud of you. Well, well, we'll see how this journey goes. I'll update you all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely a journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, also like part of this and there's duality in this because I still am holding the space for me to continue to become my best physical self for my, for my overall health and wellness and confidence and all of that. So like, where is that? Um, you know, I don't think that everything has to be in such contrast with each other. So how is it that I am finding love for my body exactly as it is while also being able to hold the intention that I'm, that I do want to, um, be my physical best self now postpartum. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like being able to hold both to where I'm not working, um, towards like, um, a different physical state for, um, my own self-love and acceptance. Um, I'm actually working towards my best physical state for like me to have the most energy in order to do all the things I want to do and to like be able to, um, you know, have a very healthy immune system and, um, all of the different things, while also being able to love, you know, that my stomach isn't necessarily flat. And I feel like I have to get the perfect angle in order to do a Instagram live or a Facebook live. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like understanding that we can, we can be wanting to, um, be our best self in one regards while also finding acceptance for what is and not being in resistance with, which actually you know, this is really important for listeners to understand is that actually when you find acceptance for what is, and you stop resisting what is currently, you create more momentum for what you want. Totally. Yeah. And it's, I forget that sometimes. Yeah. Because I mean, if you're in resistance, you're literally, resistance is pushing something away and blocking something Mm -hmm. versus if you can come into acceptance for what is, and then be pulling in what you want. It's so much easier. And just energetically, it happens faster. Yep. So that's not the reason why I'm, you know, I'm making these intentions together, 
but it definitely actually like, while it seems to our logical mind counterproductive to be like saying, yes, I do want to be my best self. I do want to eat clean because I want to have energy and be healthy. And yes, sure. I'd love to drop back down to my pre-baby weight, but at the same time, I don't have to, and I can, I can be okay being right here right now. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you for saying that because it is very acceptance, accepting where we are right now and telling ourselves, you know what, we're okay. Um, you're okay where you are. This is where you're supposed to be right now. Um, and then you use those intentions. You set those intentions because you know that you can feel better than where you are right now. And you want to show up for your family and the work you want to do and have the energy and the vitality. So I think that's such a beautiful point to drive home. Yeah. There's space for it all. All of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then the only other one that I I've been working on, and this is healing that's been, um, you know, I think this is kind of more of a seasonal one too, is really changing the way I view work that, uh, is directly related to abundance and this idea of hustling and, and like always be going hard for it. And, really moving out of the hustle and into flow. So how do I work less and receive more? Because this idea of like hustling for abundance is really outdated. And for me, it's counterintuitive at this point. Yeah. It's like, and you know, going back to the archetype, it's like the workaholic prost- like so the prostitute is the archetype of the workaholic. And it's this idea that, you know, working, working, working for whatever's in return, no matter how much it's draining you or draining your vitality. And for me, I have been in like survival mode since I was a kid when it came to, you know, finances and I paid my way through college be in school, but I worked full time. And so I have been, I've always had three jobs until five years ago. And, and even now I would say I have like three jobs actually. So, um, I've always had so much that I'm doing at one time that it's actually like patterned into my central nervous system and really working to heal the reason why I feel like I have to work and hustle in order to be worthy of the abundance in my life. And so healing that on like a super deep soul level and, and obviously changing the actions to show that I'm serious about it in order to manifest the full abundance that comes with being in alignment and flow. Like that's, that's kind of my big work that I'm doing right now. So really moving out of that need to like have to be like in the workaholic mode in order to feel worthy of all the abundance that I have in my life. Because my life that I have now, if you would have told me when I was 12 years old that I would have this life, I, I wouldn't have believed it. I, I wouldn't have believed it was possible. And it's not even like I have, like, I don't live in a mansion. I don't live like this super frivolous life, but just what I believed was possible was so limited that I think that there's a way in which even when we get everything we've ever wanted and more, we sometimes feel like we have to earn, earn our keep in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's this old paradigm, like you were saying, where I think, especially for our generation, we all actually have our own different um, circumstances and stuff. But for me, I can very much align with the the hustle mentality. And I, I saw that growing up where you had to be working your ass off and it had to be miserable if you were going to put yourself as successful or if you wanted the money, it had to be really hard and painful. So yeah, hustling, I have learned over the last couple years, I guess that hustling doesn't work. Hustling doesn't Mm -hmm. feel good. Hustling doesn't align with my other intentions because if I'm really taking care of myself physically and what I'm eating and that hustle is actually just kind of ruining all of that because hustle for me brings up stress and uh, um, anxiety and very, like I said, rigidness and kind of heaviness. It doesn't flow. Um, So 
hustling. I'm so glad that you're doing this because I believe you and I've had these conversations before and I actually have a mug that says hustle and I won't, I refuse to use it. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause it's like, Nope. I've moved over to the cross out hustle team. Yeah. Cause it's, a, it's, um, exhausting mm-hmm. and I feel that there's no creativity involved when you have the hustle mentality. I, I personally don't. So a hustling great word, but I mean, it was a fun word, but we're over it. Alignment, people, alignment, alignment over hustling, because what happens when you move out of hustling and not to be confused with you, with hard work, hustling and working hard are two very different things. (laughs) Yeah. So hustling is like the survival way in which we're like going after it. You're like relentless. Yeah. Versus like being in alignment you're actually making, you're choosing what you put your hard work into in a very thoughtful and choiceful way. So you're doing less, but having a bigger impact. And whether that be, yeah. And whether that impact be, you know, the bigger impact externally out towards the world and also a bigger impact in what you're receiving back from the world. And so that's what we're talking about work and alignment. And I know alignment is one of your, you know, we just talked about your intentions and alignment is one of yours. It's all the same. It's like, as we get that greater alignment, we step into flow, we step into that downward stream, we do less, we receive more and we cultivate more joy by doing so. Heck yes. So let's align. Yeah. I love your intention so much. And I'm so glad that we were able to go there and share. And hopefully that this aligns with our listeners or really inspires you to start to look at what your intentions are and what are you, how are you kind of going about your life and what are you calling in and how are you calling that in and where can you make some, some shifts? Come visit us on Instagram. We hang out there a lot. There's some really fun things happening on the website right now. We have some great articles in the Raw and Revolution magazine. And now we have put together a Raw and Revolution library where you can see all of the the game-changing books that have really been helping us in our journey. So go check them out there. And if you would love to leave a review, we would so appreciate that. And if you wanted to take it to the next level and get bonus points, you can take a snapshot of your review, send it to us. We'll put the email in the show notes. And we have some goodies that we're still giving away this summer that we would love to send your way. Yeah, we are just so excited about all that we're cultivating and we want to hear from you. So Let us know what you want to hear more about on the podcast and um, how your intention setting is going. And we hope you have just the most beautiful and bright week. Thank you so much for joining. So much love to you all. Bye.